You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Here we are, fresh off the heels of Mr. Elvis Presley. Yeah, his blue suede shoes. I'm telling you what, man, I looked at the reviews on the movie, and I'm so excited to see it. Like, I didn't know that Tom Hanks was playing the manager that you talked about. Yeah, it's because the manager was such a uh, larger-than-life actual person. They had to have somebody that was a huge actor to take that place. Yeah, Yeah. like Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. It don't get much bigger than Tom Hanks. No, it doesn't. So, hopefully it sounded good. It sounded good to me. When yeah. I listened to it, yeah. I thought it sounded pretty good. Which, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Elvis came full circle. He got taught by Forrest Gump, which was played by Tom Hanks. And he got managed by Tom Hanks. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Later on, yeah. That is yeah. crazy. <laughs> Anyways. This week, we have a 15 Seconds of Fame artist that Jordan had the chance to see personally. Yeah, uh, we've, this is something we've been wanting to do uh, more, and we, well, I don't know about you, but I've been really lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking people up. Of course, I don't know who to get, and like, you know, some people are already big, so I don't want to give yeah. them 15 Seconds of Fame when they deserve more. And we try to, well, but, I, you know me, folks, I'm just always looking for a country. Yeah, straight up countries. Yeah, and it, and it kind of hurts other artists with my mm-hmm. filter on. Which makes this week's you know, artist that we're going to spotlight a little odd. But I know why you picked him. That's I didn't cool. pick him. I didn't pick him. You texted me and said... I did not. Dude, I, I Our 15 seconds did. of fame guy, yes. Oh. I'm talking about the, oh, the episode. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I think folks will understand, and we we kind of have some different views on it, so this may be one that may get a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. Name, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, J.D. Casper. He's originally from uh, Pennsylvania. He now resides in Austin, Texas, which is where I've seen him. I've seen him at the San Jacques Saloon. Is that a there. gay bar? There was a lot of drag queens. No, there was oh, not. It was just kind of picture little, you there. Little country western bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Did yeah. your wife go? She did. Okay. Cool. She did. We uh we had a good time. He played anything from Johnny Cash to Tyler Childers to uh, Taylor Swift. He really? played the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He played Brian Adams. He played the Lumineers. He he was all over the place, but he was really talented. Yeah. Extremely good voice. If you want to play that clip, go ahead. All right, here we go. We got some music for you. Life is always changing. Everything you've ever seen You have no clue about my love Or how much you meant to me I told you from the beginning That you're the apple of my eye 
We could do anything together All we ever had to do was try But the day has come and you are leaving me You've made it crystal clear, apparently Is there some things I can't see? Been away for two long years, and everything has changed but me. Straight out of high school, he joined the Navy, so he's a veteran. Um, oh, that's awesome! When he was, uh, you know, serving with the Navy, he you know, played his guitar and he sang for his you know, fellow seamen. Uh, he actually, I didn't, I didn't realize this, and until I did a little research this past week. He was on season 20 of The Voice. Really? He was on Team Kelly. Well, you know something that is really cool is like, uh, if you look at his guitar on the video, mm -hmm. you can tell that's somebody who plays that guitar he's, all the time. He's beat that guitar up. Yeah, and he's he's got a unique kind of look a little bit. He, he doesn't have a bad voice. He has like a storytelling voice. He does. You know? Yeah. It's very clear. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. He... I mean, he's a country artist for sure. Yeah. That, that's if he makes it in a lane, it's going to be country. Okay. Um, maybe you could say Americana. You could say folk. I could see any of those. He, I mean, it's. I don't. Know, he's talented. That's all I know. He's a father of two. So if you don't, if you don't know anything about him, you never heard him before. Yeah, you know, look him up. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. Okay. Because uh, I mean, he's trying to make it. That's his. That's his uh, goal at this point. So, yeah, J.D. Casper, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, here we are with someone who kind of crossed over. And I must say, sometimes I'm not a fan of this stuff. And this artist, I'm going to go ahead and go on the record to say, at first, I was kind of like, what are you doing? And then he started releasing music and releasing his thoughts and I become a fan now the song that we will talk about mm -hmm. I remember that song in high school yeah. so since you're going to cover the first part of this artist I'll let you go ahead and just kick off with it okay well yeah. before I do that I want to go on the record and say are you writing down all the things that you want to go on the record and say? I'm just saying. Because <laughs> yeah. every week there's like three things. I'm going to go on the record. I'm just saying, in case somebody is following along, yeah. I want to go on the record and say. Yeah, get your bingo cards ready, folks. Yes. In case I ever become big enough to where I have a, uh account on Google, you know, I want to make sure they have enough stuff to write about me. Well, if we're on anything, it would be Reddit. Yeah, well, okay, whatever. Hey, the more they talk, the more the price goes up. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. Too bad that doesn't work in reality. <laughs> right. Because if it did, I would be loaded right now. Yeah. I mean, I can't even do the basics without getting talked about. Anyways. So, since you're on the record. Uh, no, ladies and gentlemen, this week we're going to talk about once rock star, now country... I guess outlaw you consider him because he's an outlaw. Yeah, he does yeah. stuff a lot of people don't do. Um, that's Mr. Aaron Lewis. Yeah, folks, tell us what you think about Aaron. I mean, here's my thoughts. I mean, he he's earning it. I I don't know if he's like 
I really don't know where to put him. I got more respect for him, but I didn't really listen to him back then. But I do remember the big song that everybody's heard, which is number two on your list. They had, I don't know, know, four or five big songs. Really? Stained, yeah. But he was born on April the 13th, 1972. The songs that topped the chart on his birthday... On the regular chart um, was a song called The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack. And on the country list was a song My Hang Up Is You by Freddie Hart. Hmm. I've never heard that name. Yeah, I don't know the country one. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I've heard the other song, but. Yeah. um, So he was born in Springfield, Vermont. There's a Springfield in every state. There, I've noticed that. There There's is. a Springfield, Tennessee, Springfield, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, that's where the Simpsons was. It's supposed to be loosely based on. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a... I do know they get a lot of predictions right. <laughs> they do really good. It's More really More than... Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, it's kind of like creepy. Yeah, Matt Growing, he's... I don't know if he's a time traveler, but he's something, man. He, he's the Donald Trump stuff, stuff yeah. is just off the chain. That he uh, predicted one of the Super Bowls. Did he really? Like the you know, teams playing in it. Oh. And the score. And the score, too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah, that is. But, okay, so at the age of eight, I think that's when his mom and his dad got a divorce. He uh, moved to New Hampshire until age 12. And then after that, he spent his adolescence in uh, Massachusetts. Um, but actually, his mom was Jewish. His uh, you know, dad was Catholic. That had to be an odd upbringing. He said he <clears throat> was around religion his whole life, but... It wasn't something that he actually, uh, he believes there's a higher power, but he is not, you know, one that you know, goes to church every week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, you don't have to go to church. No. You know? It helps, but you don't have to. Yeah, it does, because then you're around people who can pray for, like, your family and the yeah. situations, and it's good for children, Right. but, I mean... There's a lot of people that are, like, super close to God in a hayfield. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and there are people who you know, go to church. Yes. Who shouldn't. Yes. Because they give church a bad name. They do. And I know one that I could go on the record to say. I wish y'all could have seen his face. It lit up like Christmas. Yes. because And here's the thing. Like, this person that we're talking about. I I have like two preachers in my life that give me um, advice from time to time, and he's like, "Kevin, man, he just he don't know God the way you you know we know God. You're gonna have to pray for him." And I was like, "Man, I I just I don't want to, I I really don't want to, but you got to. Yeah. But you know, people like that worry me because they are all about God, family, and work." is what they have this big banner to say. But then when you meet them, and you truly get to know them, and the way they act, 
How in the world can you say that you know God, but you create rumors and you treat people like garbage? And it just worries me because if he's meeting people for the first time that don't know anything about God, they're not going to want to know God if that's the only example that they have. Right. So, anyways. Well, that's, I mean, it's kind of, goes back to the old saying, he who's without sin cast the first stone. Right. We all have our issues, um, but you can't, I mean, I think we all have to, you know, step back and take a look at our ourselves and our actions and see yeah, <clears throat> if we are truly a good example for you know, God in the yeah. church. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm not perfect by I'm no means, you know. Either. But it is depressing, and, and it sucks, and it makes you want to pick up the phone and rant right. when somebody that... And I've actually been around this person for like three years, and I did everything imaginable. And like for the longest time, I thought in my head, okay, he is the type of person that maybe I should be like, go to church, mm-hmm. dress well, act well. But mm-hmm. the truth comes out when I got away from him. So right. many people have come into my life, and they're like, hey, this is why I don't go there, because of this person. Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's a bad situation. And, and it is hard, because, you know, you you want to expect the best out of people. Yeah. And I'm the first to judge a book by the cover. That's something that I have to work on. Yeah, but I, I, but I feel like I've gotten better <laughs> since have. I've known you. You have. Because, you know, you've kind of said, hey kind of just wait a minute there's a lot of ways to look at something yeah and like the catching flies with honey mm-hmm. you know that's something <laughs> that i have to work on but i'm glad i just, taught you that i know and it, it just irks me with this dude because like i tried to better my life and then like this one person just keeps popping up with like stabs and I'm like, okay, how should I really respond? I mean, when is there a point that you need to respond? You don't. He's Ever. Because he's really not God, and as long as God and I are good, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Right, that's all that matters. You know, so spread another rumor. Yeah, I was always told that, you know, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar, and um, if you're going to punch, uh, punch up. Yeah. And if you punch at him in that direction, I mean, a punch is, yeah, theoretical. Yeah. But, I mean, it, that's not a... Yeah. That's a same level punch. Yeah. There's no point. There's no right. point in that. Yeah, I mean, going back and forth is just ridiculous. But anyways, back to Mr. Aaron Lewis. Mm-hmm. So, here we are, a little bit over the teenage years, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, After, you know, high school... He actually went and furthered his education because in his yeah, family, they own a jewelry shop. Oh, wow. He is a licensed goldsmith. Is he really? Yeah. I discovered that, actually. So, like, what does a licensed goldsmith do? Like, they, they have permission to sell you and buy, like, expensive stuff or something? They can you know, make you know, jewelry out of gold. Oh, okay. Like, they can special form it. They stuff. can fix your stuff that so you that, have. They know how to deal with diamonds. Yeah, gold. Okay. But I'm you know, sure yeah, diamonds go into it as well. But Yeah. Hmm. yeah essentially, it's like a jeweler. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> there is a jewelry shop in his uh, family. When 
after he you know, graduated, I guess is what you would call it, as a goldsmith, he worked with his uncle. But his uncle made him leave the shop after he uh, he was supposed to be fixing. Uh, <laughs> he was supposed to be repairing a piece of jewelry for a customer. Yeah. yeah he didn't think he did it wrong, and he melted it down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, he couldn't, couldn't So, work he was fired. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't yeah. work for his uncle anymore. He started yeah. working somewhere else. Which the other place that he started working at. Was so, like, like a, a competitor? No, it was like oh. a big uh, jewelry manufacturer oh. that they sold, like, to the. Yeah, uh, like Friedman's Jewelry. Yeah, like yeah, K Jewelry yeah. and all those. Yeah. Um, and that's where he uh, met his uh, guitar player and Stain's uh, uh, roommate. Okay, so this is when they start to become stained. Mm-hmm. This is when. This is when he starts playing with that band. They've always been stained. They've never been another band. Always. Now, stained. how in the world did they come up with that name? I don't know. It's not on there. I did not hear it. I know, uh, you know, <clears throat> Lit. You know the band Lit. Yeah. Actually, in the beginning, they were stained. Uh, but the other stained already existed, so they had to change their names. So they changed it to Lit. Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it is. Um, so. That was in 1995 is when Stain started. Um, they oh, had, are they that old? Yeah, they were playing for a while. Wow. They got turned down by every label at least once. Hmm. They finally got signed, and then they label hopped for years. Really? And then finally, uh, you know, they took off. I think in the beginning all they did was covers. I mean, he started writing songs when he was in middle school. Yeah. But... I mean, he didn't have anything that was really going to take off then. Uh, and then eventually, I'm not sure which you know, song was their first release, but I think the song you're about to play now was when it really took off. Okay, here we are with Outside. Like, he's always had that sound, like, I don't really want to be here doing this. You know, it's I think it's yourself. <laughs> it, it is. And yeah. I think that that's what's really made them stand out because there's hardly nobody that sounds like Aaron Lewis. No. He's got, I mean, he, I mean, you say what you want, he's got a great voice. Really oh, yeah. Does. Yeah. I didn't mean bad. Right. It just, it, it's, it's like lazy. he doesn't try. Right. It's a lazy voice. Right. Like, I'm just going to get up here and just half-ass do this. Mm-hmm. That's what That's what it sounds yeah. like. He's never had any singing training. Yeah. He's never had to. I mean, he, he doesn't warm up. He doesn't warm down. He doesn't yeah. do any of that. He just sings. So what happens after this song takes off? Where do they go? They, uh, well, man, they, they start going on all kinds of tours. They go with Limp Biscuit. They go with. Everybody bunch. and yeah. anybody. Oh, yeah. And gotcha. It, it really takes off. So now, this 
song right here is the one that I remember. And it's kind of, to me, when I heard it, it was kind of like a, it takes me to like a place where you're hanging out in your room and you got black lights on and the lights out and you're smoking pot and you just don't really (laughs) care. You know? Yeah. That's what this song reminds me of. I mean, what about you? I mean, I, I just remember the song when it came out and it was when I was doing a lot of those things that you were just talking about. Amen. <laughs> I remember, remember singing along. There was, now, there was many nights I was really, really hoarse. Yeah, you know, driving home from you know, college, yeah. singing this song, and I was just so hoarse. It was that, you know, Shine Down 45. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. 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 Simple Man version. Well, you know, whether you're a country fan or not, I'm sure you've heard It's Been a While. It seems like he's a little bit better on the vocals on this one. Like he's trying a little bit better. I think he's a little bit more produced than he usually is. That's true. It's a little bit more pure, if you know what I mean. And like so many people can, you know, connect to this song because, hey, it's been a while since I've done all this. And if you can't get into the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, he's he's not trying to be anybody else. He's just like, hey, here's my story. Take it or leave it or just shut the hell up. He's not trying to be this... Amazing singer, he's himself. He smokes on stage. He smokes before he goes up. He smokes when he gets done. <laughs> no, no matter if there's a no smoking sign right. or not. He's like Dave Chappelle. He's going to smoke wherever he's at, no matter what. Yeah. So that was such a massive song in itself. There's your bingo card. Massive. <laughs> massive. You say it all the time. Do, do I say that a lot? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I just work through phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, here we are with one. you picking another word. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, after it's been a while, yeah. I'm sure they won some awards with that song. You know, I, I don't even know that they did. Did it go number one? How do we remember that in our mind and not? know what it did because like so many people especially close to our age that song i think it come out when we were in high school maybe yeah uh, around that time no or is that just out. when we experienced it was that early song? 2000s i was i was not in high school i was i graduated in 2001 okay well i was, I was in college yeah uh that's just when i remember that at like parties i remember people right. playing that you know as you'll come to find out i'm not as good of a researcher when it comes to this as Ryan is, I was supposed to cover the stained part. Yeah, I did good with his yeah, childhood. I thought there wasn't a whole lot on him. Not bad, not bad. But I, yeah, the stained part I did not do good. <laughs> well, here is the last song before he jumps over to. Well, country they had that, so far away yeah, was another yeah. great song. Yes, but yes. I didn't put it on there. 
and so far away. I remember that. That was another song that you could just like be in that same room playing. I'm gonna go ahead and play this one. It's called Mud Shovel. you sorry about that <laughs> but now listen folks i know a lot of you country people are like what am i listening to mm-hmm. here's the thing folks you will not understand the rest of the story if you did not know where aaron come from mm-hmm. so had you not heard that stuff this other stuff you would just be like oh i heard he was kind of sort of famous but i didn't really know and he said from an early interview that all he is just a you know a redneck from the north yes Yes, a redneck from the north. Now, from the stories that I have, he loved country music in the beginning. Like, that's how his grandfather introduced him to country music. But it didn't really even interest him until he was on tour with Kid Rock. So Kid Rock was the missing piece that kind of pushed Aaron into this solo career that took off. To an extent. Now, in 2010, his big song, his first country song, was Country Boy. It featured George Jones, Charlie Daniels, Chris Young. Now, this was the first time that the country music industry had heard Aaron Lewis. No, my pops picked the place up for 1500 bucks back in 1964. My grandfather That's not me I rarely drink from the bottle But I'll smoke a little weed I still live in the sticks Where you wouldn't go In a town of 1200 Off an old dirt road In a country boy I, I think it has to do with age You know, he gets older And he's like This is who I am He said it's been 12 years since he sold his. I mean, this song right here kind of talks about them early days. It does. And I love how, you know, if you're going to break into the country music industry, what two great artists to have on the first song, which is George Jones and Charlie Daniels. Right. I mean. Yeah, it's hard to beat that. It is. I mean, like, what, how would you beat it? You can't, you know? So. 
after I heard that song, I was like, well, here we go. Another Darius Rucker trying to come over and do their thing. But as it went on, I kind of noticed a little bit of a passion for it. So that song right there was nominated for two awards, actually. Mm -hmm. 2012 Endless Summer album. He wrote every song on the album except Granddaddy's Gun. Now, the original writer of that is Dallas Davis. Dallas Davids. That's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Red Atkins and Bobby Pinson. Red Atkins is Thomas Red's father, yep. which is one of the biggest uh, songwriters of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, but, he's up there. Yes. So, the song that he had was Granddaddy's Gun, which a lot of people had heard it. Have you heard it? Yeah. Okay. If you listen to Red Atkins' version, I think it's the purest. But, you know, he kind of done it justice. And so this is what I'm thinking. All right. You began with two country music legends. Then you cut a song by somebody who is well-respected. So I'm starting to gain that little bit of like that I got for him. Album number two, Center, it was recorded in 18 hours. His daughter singing on it. It didn't really take off nowhere. Then, The State I'm In was released in 2019. This is where he released a song that still today I crank up. It's about a year old, but I have to agree with the current state that this nation's in. I love this song. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Right here Am I the only one Willing to bleed Take a bullet for being free Screaming what the fuck at my TV For telling me Yeah, you telling me That I'm the only one What do you think? I mean, that's a good patriotic song. It's a good patriotic song. He kind of makes it where it can't be played in schools where he drops the F bomb. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's frustrated. I think we all are. Yeah. But. But. Here's the thing. How do you show passion without saying that? When you're mad. You can. Yeah, you. you can, I mean, I guess you could. Have, you don't have to curse. No, you don't. To show but, passion. I mean, it's just like a movie. You know, it it, it just kind of, I don't know, it, it sets the scene. So, tell me what you love about Aaron Lewis. Well, here's what I love. The number one thing is he supports our troops. Okay. That That's the greatest thing. Yeah. Number two... That song right there, I connected to so much. But now it's not all about that song. Right. The next song was sent to me, actually, from my mother. She texted me this song. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about this song. Yeah. So check this out, and then I'll finish telling you what I was going to tell you. special when the man in the next booth said don't you watch TV don't you know that God's a myth I hate to see you waste your breath cause there ain't no use talking to a ghost that don't exist the praying man said amen and looked up from his blade and said, you may not talk to God right now, but there's gonna come a day. Cause whether you're a farmer in the field, praying for the rain, or you curse him at the graveside, cause he called a loved one's name, you can thank him, you can blame him, either way you're gonna face him. Whether you believe in him or not Cause in the end Everybody talks to God I, I mean, I really, really like that song. Yeah. What about you? I like it. It's H- uh, Had you heard it before this? Uh, not before I started doing this research. But, I got you. Uh, I've heard that you know, kind of you know, saying before, you know, everybody yeah. talks to God. Yeah. Which, I mean, for us, it's not, it's not a big leap because you know we're believers anyway. But oh yeah, for somebody well, that is not, you know, they haven't really thought about it. When you said he made that song to where they couldn't say it in school because he uses the F word. Yeah. Okay, now well, they couldn't say this one uh, in school because it says God. That that's what I was about to say. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I mean, but yeah, it is very unfortunate because now it's okay for girls to use the boys as restroom boys use girls restroom you know i mean the f word is the farthest thing from our problem right but i see what you're saying as well it kind of it does because that song could actually be an american anthem to an extent it could i mean for the patriots yeah you know you could look at like he's saying he's the only one from what i've seen he wasn't in the military so wasn't really a one <laughs> but no, i mean he's no. standing for his rights he, now but yeah, that doesn't mean that he always no did. And, and no he is saying am i the only one that's tired of this shit well, that's what he's saying like i'm the uh, am well, i the only one right who is willing to, to die yeah, yeah over my guns over you coming to take my guns right. you know what i mean yeah. i think that's and i could be wrong maybe i need to break the lyrics down i think, but, I think you're right I mean, I think you're right on that's that. the way that I see it. But. but, I mean, I think I do have one issue with it. It's not really you know, that song in particular. It's not really any of the songs. It's I've never liked an artist or any kind of entertainer, an athlete, to put their political views out there. Yeah, doesn't oh, matter if they agree if I agree with them or not. I can't stand it. Yeah, because who are they? They don't know anything. They're a musician. 
They know music. They don't know what's going on in the world. I don't need to hear LeBron James' idea of how the world needs to be saved because he doesn't know. No, no. He knows he how doesn't. to dribble a ball and, and shoot a basketball. That That's it. That's what hurt me for Tim McGraw. Like, I was a big Tim McGraw fan until I hear that he's hanging out with Obama and, and you know. And, See, and same way with Eric Church. That's the I, difference, I though. Mean, but you're you okay know, with Aaron Lewis. Because he's Trump. Yeah, I, I see what you're you saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They, you they can, all need to shut up. Right. They all right. do. Because you can't justify no, one over the other. We don't Correct. need to have all of these people in the world looking up to a musician to tell them what you know, political views they should have. Well, they should do the damn research themselves. They should actually look at, you know, just do the research. Do not trust somebody who picks a guitar for a no. living. Do not trust somebody who dribbles a basketball. Do not trust somebody who throws a football. Yeah. Do not trust somebody who's already not being their self. <laughs> they yeah. get paid to be fake. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do and, not trust those people. And think about it. Okay, what if Trump would have won the election and he released this song? So he would have been talking about Trump. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I would have had as much like for him, maybe. I don't See, know. I mean, he's still talented. Yes, yes. I'm but not a big fan of any of them. I've been hearing some stuff that I just, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard because... Let me tell you. You're not supposed to idolize anybody. Let me tell you something. You know? Let me tell all y'all out there, okay? I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care if it's Obama. I don't care if it's Clinton. If you look at Clinton right now, you look at Bill Clinton right now today, if he was to run again today for president, he would be a Republican. Because it has changed that much. If you look at a Republican, or you look at somebody in the middle today, in the 80s, that person is so far left wing that, you know, the right is not even going to talk to him. I'm in the middle. I'm not on the left. I'm not on the right. I am dead in the middle. It has changed so much. We're so out there. Yeah. Yeah. It is just. Yeah. Uh, to the extremes, we're out there. It's hard to pick a side, really. They shouldn't because they're side. extreme. On look what both we got to pick from. Well, it's why, awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't and, trust and any. Why are you bringing that up? Let's just go ahead and talk about this too. Okay, here's what I don't understand, and correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So Republicans think that even a nine-year-old that is raped is not worthy enough for an abortion, right? Because it's killing a baby. Correct me if I'm wrong. Be hard for a nine-year-old to get pregnant. I, mean, I, I know, but I'm just saying, if if she's raped, mm-hmm. that Republicans believe that there should be no abortion, right? Well, that's just zero. Yeah. Just they're pro-life, and I'm pro-life. Yeah, yeah, but I'm too, to an extent. I can, you know, if a ten-year-old is raped, right. if a ten-year-old is raped, they yeah. should be able to be to have an abortion. Yeah. But now a mother or a single mother who's just having the time of her life and signs up for three abortions a year, Right, that should be banned. It should. I feel like. I do too. But I could be wrong, folks. We all have opinions just like we all have assholes. Mm-hmm. So. I asked my parents. My parents are extremely conservative, extremely old-fashioned. I asked my parents what they thought about the whole yeah. uh, reversal of you know, Roe versus Wade. You're like, well, it's great. It's about time. Yeah, pro-life. I'm pro-life, but I also believe 
as a Christian, if you look at the Bible, yeah, you know, Jesus talked to the tax collectors. He talked to the prostitutes. He helped those people because you help the people who are at a low point. Yeah. Because that's when they need you know the most help. You help everybody, but if somebody is having a very rough time, I mean, you know, they're the ones going to be reaching out for help. Right. It's a you know those times. Sometimes you have to create a situation where somebody has to do you know, free will you know, decisions. Yeah. Like they have to think for their own self. It has to be a choice you know, to sin or not. Yeah. 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 I believe it is a sin to kill a child. Uh, no doubt only believe that. But you have to be able to make that decision if you're going to sin or not. And if you do sin, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Because the only you know unforgivable sin is the sin of unbelief. Yeah. So, I mean, you can be, just like the person you were talking about earlier, they can be the biggest asshole in the world. As long as they believe, they can be forgiven, you know? Yeah, yeah. But and they, they, they yeah. It's, yeah. It's a matter, I think everybody should have a choice. And if you have that as a choice, eventually you're going to have a whole lot more people out there who have you know, good morals and the ones that don't have as good of morals they're not going to be having kids because they're getting no. aborted <laughs> but, but you're not going to have to worry about that but they, at the same time all those you know, children aren't given the chance yeah which sucks to put it you know, mildly but yeah. it's not my decision to cast somebody out because it's not my choice to make that's their, that's their burden that yeah. they have to carry I'm a man. I don't have to get stuck with that burden. And I'm married. I waited. Well, ish. But, I mean, I'm a man. <clears throat> Men are just dogs at certain times in their life. Yes, yes. We don't always I was just it. having that conversation with my daughter. So I <laughs> yeah. was like, you're not going to mm-hmm. meet anybody worthy enough of your love while you're in school. You can't say that. That's not always true. Nowadays, yes, it no, is. No, it's not always true. You're not going to... Uh, you saying well, there's no yeah, <clears throat> good guys anymore? I wasn't a good guy then. What? That doesn't mean there wasn't good guys. Very far in between. Yeah, there, there's not very many. They have to find themselves. You find mature kids because they get put in you know, uh, <clears throat> certain you know, situations in their life. Or they're raised you know, perfectly, which that never happens. Nobody gets raised Nobody. perfectly. Nobody. But... Yeah, I like, you know, speaking of that, I like the Cody Johnson song where he says he's praying for the guy that will soon marry his daughter. Like, he's mm-hmm. praying that his dad is whooping his ass, yeah. making him walk the line, making him respect yeah. now. You know, and that's what we can hope for. And you're going to see it completely different because you have two boys. Right. You right, know? Right. And with me having two girls, I got to worry about every boy. Yeah. You just got to worry about them getting into it with one, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Now, I have a son, and he's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm really going to have to start locking <laughs> things down with him, yeah. you know? But it's just a different world than it was when uh, we come up. But the type of, I mean, I wasn't a very good teenage boy. I was a little smart ass, and yeah. I told girls whatever to get whatever and 
You know, I, I didn't do that. I, you know, I was I was a good kid. It I mean, was, I it wasn't it like extreme. It was, yeah, I was a typical teenage boy. Right. You know, it was yeah, college before I really, yeah. I don't know. I dabbled in the dark arts. I yeah. guess you could say. But I mean. If a boy's being honest, you know, we've all told girls when we were in our teenage years stuff that we're not true. Oh, yeah. If yeah. we're being honest. I think my roughest years were in middle school. I was going to ask you, yeah, how old's your too. boy? My boy is 10. All right. And he's already in love with a girl down the street. <clears throat> what grade is that? I don't know. That He's going into the fourth grade. Oh, okay. You got a couple years. You got a couple years. In middle school years. Man, if I I'd have been in middle school and... Yeah, yoga pants was a thing. Yes. I would have had to get my arms amputated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, just... And and that's like cell phones. I mean, nowadays, people would say you were crazy for giving your 11-year-old, 12-year-old a cell phone. But, I mean, yeah. I can track them. They can stay home by themselves. They can answer the phone. Because who has a house phone nowadays? I mean, nobody. Mm-mm. And But if I would have been that age... And had the internet, I mean, it would have been a disaster, you know? Yeah, my parents would have killed me. Yes. The computer would have had a virus every week. (laughs) 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 They would have had a virus. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, my stepdad, he he was a good stepdad. But at the time, I seen him as an asshole, you know, because I was a smart-ass little boy, and you're not my dad, you know? And I'll never forget, I got in trouble for kind of the same thing that me and you were talking about. And he went through the history and, like, he pulled up every single one. And he had to say a comment. And I'm like, just admit that you're looking to. Because who goes into this much trouble to pull up each individual thing? He's just trying to see if you had the same taste. (laughs) I don't know. I, I really don't know. I have a question. All right, when you were growing up, uh, did y'all have, you know, the talk? Yes, and it was so awkward, and it was with my mom. My dad, he just said, you know, don't ever do anything that you can't come home and tell us. And if you got questions, let us know. But my mom is like the birds and the bees, and it was so awkward. the birds and the bees? No, this is how she said it. It was so awkward. She's like, you take what you have and put it in what a woman has, and that, that was kind of the end of it. Oh, wow. But when I was 16, because I was kind of a late bloomer, like I had cousins who were older and, you know, they kind of knew things, so I would ask them sometimes. But I'll never forget when I was 16, I had two senior buddies. And my mom had asked them, can you take him to Pizza Hut? Get him out of the house. 65-year-old seniors or like seniors in high school? Seniors in high school. (laughs) That's been a little creepy. (laughs) Anyways, they're like, take him to Pizza Hut. We're going to have a surprise party. They gave me a truck and everything. It was awesome. But while we were sitting there having pizza, they said, so now that you're 16, do you have any questions? And I was thinking, okay, I can either ask a cool question or I could ask a question that I really want to know the answer to because I wasn't really familiar with right. the internet at the time. And I was like, so what is spit or swallow? They thought it was a joke. I almost spit out my drink. <laughs> they thought it was a joke. And then that, that makes me think, you know, do we really want our children 
to be in a situation to where they're made fun of down the road. Like, right. how much do you tell your child right. about life? <laughs> I learned all that at school. I, know, I mean, or the school bus. Right. I mean, I had an awesome time on the school bus. Mm-hmm. I mean, some kids hate the school bus. I fought, kissed a girl for the first time, mm-hmm. acted like a badass on the school bus. And my kids have hardly ever rode a school bus. Right. Just because, because of get, that reason? No. Because they're spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So, the you know conversation I had with my dad when we had the talk. Yeah. Um. He had props. <laughs> no, he didn't. Sorry, it was a no, shout out to my didn't. dad. Just Did he really? Yeah. You props. Know, you know what the props were? And my brother can attest to this because <laughs> he got the same speech with the same props. <laughs> It's a broomstick. No. A broomstick in a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> did you know the answers before the demonstration? Yeah, at that point, I did. But, I mean, it was really funny. Oh, I was, my gosh. I was like, man. I said, Daddy, he really needs to trim. <laughs> okay. So, like, those were the only two props? What other props are they going to be? I you mean, still I don't know. The answers? No, like, like <laughs> you're saying props, and I'm thinking more than, like, like a whole production. No, it's just, you know. You have to have something representing him and something representing her. <laughs> she was the five-gallon bucket, and I was the broomstick. It really wasn't saying a whole lot for her. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't end up we're, with a five-gallon We're really going to have to write this one. <laughs> this it's going to be explained. This is not bad. Yeah. You're not saying any bad words. We really haven't. I, I mean, mean, we're just being... Aaron Lewis said one. I know. Speaking of Aaron Lewis, I guess we need to get back to that. So, Aaron Lewis. Now, there was a brief moment in time where things were circulating on the internet. And I was kind of like, well, he's just doing this for attention or he just must be an asshole. Because if the crowd wasn't listening, if they were talking, and if he could hear the crowd... He would stop the show and just walk off stage. Or he would tell them, shut the hell up, I'm trying to do my music. There was this one time in 2014 when he scolded a bunch of teenage fans because they a girl was crowd surfing and people were groping her. 2019, he walked off stage because fans simply wouldn't shut up. He is married to a very pretty Vanessa Lewis. They have three daughters. Um, In his lifetime, he has opened up and talked about his substance abuse and mental health abuse, which I must say, you know, we've all been down a path, whether it's physical drugs or just, you know, an addiction to buying stuff that we shouldn't buy or, you know, overspending. I mean, Mm -hmm. when, when you say addiction... There is so many different things. Yeah, there's all kinds I mean, of stuff. I mean, it's not always drugs. No. You know? Mm-mm. No, I mean, it could be food. It could yes. be an eating yeah, disorder. It could be gambling. It could be... And, and um, you, I mean, some people are addicted to porn. Yeah, and, you know, that's another thing that I never understood. And I used to work in fast food, and on Sundays when people would come out of church, they were the rudest people. Yeah on Sundays to cake to cater to. Yeah. And I remember I kept thinking, well, God says don't destroy the temple. And here they are in here overeating, you know. Mm-hmm. But here I am judging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, like, it always outweighs the other. That's why I always go back to, you know, he who's without sin cast the first stone. Right. So, um, as Trump makes his way into everyone's life, he is a big fan of that. He's very outspoken. He's very also outspoken on his theory of COVID-19. 2006, he did a benefit for his old high school, and all the money that he raised, he gave to the band, to the band room, you know, so they could buy equipment and stuff like that. Him and his wife also have an organization called It Takes a Community, kind of like it takes a village to raise a child. So they have a benefit that they do every year for that. And I think it helps his daughter's school. You know, I'm sure. Yeah, I read a little bit about that as well. Yeah, that's yeah. It takes the village. It's the same. Yeah, yeah principle. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, here's my thoughts, folks. Aaron Lewis. I don't know if he'll be a massive country star, but he kind of falls in that uh, category for outlawish. He's gonna have a fan base for a very long time because of what he no stands for, what. And what he believes in, no and matter what he what. sings about. But, I mean, even today, he doesn't play, you know, huge... Stadiums. No, he doesn't play stadiums. He doesn't play arenas. A lot of theaters. Yeah, 2,000 seat, you know, 3,000, 4,000 seat. He plays some that are a little bigger. I'm sure he, you know, plays some uh, festivals. But, I mean, he's got got his fan base, and he's always going to be there. But he's, I mean, he's, yeah, 50 years old now. Yeah, and, I mean, he loves his country. Yeah. All you got to do is look at the tour bus. He does, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, flat black, 1776 on it. Right along the side of it. And I really think that the world has got to experience Aaron as he growed up. You know, he was in that same time that we all were where we wanted to be alone because pure puberty was too much, and mm-hmm. we fell in love, and, hey, it's been a while since I did the right thing. And then here he is. He matured after he met his wife, had three yeah. children, and, and now he's about, you know, living right doing what he can to do what's right and you better respect him because if you don't he's gonna tell you i don't even think he's about living right i think he's just about you know doing the right thing and because he doesn't always do right he still experiments with stuff <laughs> he's not experimenting anymore he knows exactly what to do but yeah at this point in his life but it's I just like you. me if i was to do something i wouldn't be experimenting anymore but, that's uh, true yeah. i say i see what you're trying to say yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's not perfect. But if you show me an artist out there that is perfect, oh, I'll call you a liar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's not any of them that are you know perfect. He is himself. He is comfortable in his own skin. He's gonna do the same things he's been doing for years. Yeah, he's gonna sing about the same things he's been singing about for years. He's unapologetic. He's himself. I respect him for that. I respect. For- yeah, for what he stands for. I just wish that these entertainers would just quit giving your opinions. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I Some mean, we like do. you for the music, and that's yeah. it, you know. Yeah. All right, well, I believe I'm ready to rate him. I'm going to go ahead and go first, unless you want to. Uh, I mean, are we going to do the hypotheticals? He doesn't have a love song. No, but... I guess we could do greatest and then song forever. I mean, if we did a love song, I'd say it's been a while. (laughs) How many can relate to that? (laughs) That Um, is funny. Fight song. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. A fight song is Mud Shovel for me. Okay, my fight song would be Am I the Only One? All right. Yeah. Song you listen to on repeat for all eternity. Probably everybody listens, or everybody talks to God. Because it's more relatable for me. Uh, I'm going to say, man, what song should I say? Um, it's been a while. Okay. So that'd be the song you'd listen to forever? Yeah. You would be stuck in that yeah. mood forever? Yeah, because, I mean, the little riff in there gets me gets me pumped up. Yeah, when he smacks that snare drum. Yeah. And the thing I can remember. Yeah, that is a pretty good song. All right, well, this is where I put Aaron as a whole. Um, the reason why he's going to get four stars from me is because of the person that I've got to know who he is. I mean, from what I do know. I don't know him personally, but from the information that we found during this, that's where I put him. And I truly feel like he did not come to the country music industry to make money. He come because he loves country music, and I feel like he's trying to be a part of bringing it back and speaking his truth, and he's just living his mature life. Yeah. So, he's got four stars from me. Right. The redneck from the north. Uh, I'm gonna give. Uh, he's been consistent. Um, I give him a star for that. I give him a star for his rock stuff because that was. I listened a lot to Stained. Um, I'm gonna give him three and a half stars total. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. So this has been our episode of Aaron Lewis and our thoughts on a few things, and we hope that you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If there's any artists that you'd like for us to check out, just message us. Let us know. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know. And if you know somebody who needs to be featured in our 15 seconds of fame, send it on over. Yeah, for sure. Um, everybody, always remember to like, share, follow, rate, and review. We appreciate it. Uh, send us a message to give us our ideas, your thoughts, your opinions, just like Ryan just said. Everybody, God bless you. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.